Greetings, friends. This is the thing you've been waiting for. I or or not. But just a thing. It's just a thing. He's a highly tra- paid professional, no matter let, what he's like. Let me tell like. you, I know how to I know how to push these buttons. Speaking of pushing buttons, this is what we are here for. The um, <clears throat> the chiding voice uh, that you hear is our the official food critic of the What's Right show, and this, by the way, is the food special which we do from time to time, and keep you abreast of food. The food sit here in Vegas and beyond. John, what are all your titles? By the way, well, what you hear? John well, Curtis. You the curmudgeon at law, the lost vegan. The irritable epicure. The irritable epicure, the cranky connoisseur, the grumpy gourmet. I'm a man who has- Is it gourmet or gourmand? Well, a, there's a difference. Did what you is know it? that? No. A gourmand, technically a gourmand is someone who eats everything. Oh, you know, Indiscriminately, okay. Oh. okay? Uh, very close to being a glutton. A gourmand is slightly more discriminating than a glutton who just shovels food in their I'm mouth. I'm a glutton. You know, you see. So a gourmand <laughs> is slightly more discriminating than a glutton. A gourmet is always looking for the best of everything. Okay. okay? And, and epic, epicures are sort of, epicure and gourmet are, pretty synonymous and so they're looking not for volume but for quality at all times so what i'm hearing here is a flashback to my sat days where uh, gourmand is to glutton what piglet is to hog you, oh okay sure yeah, I I'll, I'll, I'll bite yeah <laughs> of course all I know you is, would that you are yeah Nom, nom, nom. If if you roast them long enough, the skin and and flesh is very, very tasty. You're a glutton. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, yeah, that's why you're here. Yes, exactly. Uh, I want to hear your rant of the week. Last week, you had a great one for QR codes in restaurants. This week, I've been following you on Twitter, uh, eating Uh, Las Vegas, and your new one, it's not new, Black Foods. Yeah, I I think I've semi-ranted about this before. First of all, big shout out to Kathy Kelly, our friend at Taste Buzz Foodie Tours, because she never tires of, in the middle of the night, texting me pictures of black food (laughs) just to get me mad. She's trolling you. She's basically trolling like, hey, John, here's another one. Here's black ice cream in New York. Here's a black uh, Chinese dumpling. Here's a black hamburger bun. Here's a, I'm like, ay, ay, ay. Enough black food chefs. It was it was interesting when they do it. I think it was some kind of charcoal thing yep. they started doing uh, in a London, uh, one of those London uh, tweezer food restaurants. You know, molecular cuisine mm-hmm. restaurants. I think it probably started ten years ago. And like a lot of fads, it took years to get to Vegas. And now we have Chinese chefs and American chefs and French chefs going. Oh, I'm going to make this dish, but I'm going to coat it with this, uh, you know, charcoal powder, and that'll make it cool. It doesn't add anything to the flavor. All it does is make it look like a gray or black mass, which doesn't add anything to the eye appeal either. Are so, you sure? <laughs> do, do you like eating pieces of charcoal? No, I not do. necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean it, basically, it, it, it gives food the allure of a lump of charcoal. So, who no, is I disagree. Sl- Oh, okay. I want to hear this, Sam. I uh-huh. think it's interesting. You know, for example, when there's a bread basket 
and there are that there's the you know the sourdough regular, rolls. Well, there's the different little rolls and one bread of them looking has, the way it's supposed to. You mean there's yeah. bread looking the way it's, and then there's yeah. one little little dark one in there. A charcoal nugget. A charcoal nugget, and I think that one's the one that's going to clean out my insides, right? I mean, that's. Uh, oh, you're doing it for the charcoal properties. Uh, gosh, I've lost talk about people that are lost. Okay, okay. wait, wait, wait <laughs> it's all about flavor. Okay, wait, no, time out. Here's it's my okay, flavor, I, let's, folks. Let's reel it in. Do you not like it because you don't one don't like the way it looks? You'd much rather your hamburger bun be traditional visually. You're like, look, I've got this picture of what a hamburger should look like. And this isn't it, so it's a visual thing. Or are you anti the trend? Yes. Yes to okay. Yes to all three. Okay. Food's supposed to be tasty and appetizing and 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 and, and pleasant to look at. You know, kind of the way it has been for uh, a couple million years for humans. But and so it is unha- It doesn't add anything to the flavor, and it doesn't add anything to the eye appeal. And and who gives a crap about? You know, the, whatever health effect, whatever health benefits it has are negligible. So it, all you're doing is following mm-hmm. a trend for a trend's sake. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Instagram. You want yeah, the yeah, likes. For, yeah, you you're want getting the likes. Look at this. I got a Kathy. Kathy Gobbler. She goes, look at this. There's a tower of black ice cream. Like, who wants to walk around with a well, tower of black ice cream? That's oh, disgusting. Well, not according to Sam. No, no, Merjowski. no. But a little black pizza is okay. <laughs> I see. I think it's black. funny. Somehow it doesn't offend me in dough. Yeah. Well, because I was going to say we have squid ink pasta, well, and you're okay with that. Well, well because yeah, that's a natural. That. That's a natural product. That's a, that's not a pretentious. That, that's not a pretentious, trendy chef what? just trying to trying to hop on a tasteless he, bandwagon. I'm sure he was trendy at his time. He's milking a squid back there. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, yeah, well, just inking, to make his inking a squid. <laughs> they've been making squid ink pasta since uh, before the Romans were were conquering. Oh, Gaul. if okay. it's been around long enough, yeah, then it's okay. right, right, right. So you There's don't like trendy any... about squid ink pasta, and nothing innovative. Then I, I hate all trends. Okay, and and what is what are the you know what, what is this so computer thing that they're sitting in front of me here? <laughs> we should go back to carbon paper. Up to me. <laughs> <laughs> I I. Look, I think a lot of things, uh, in, it's not for food, it's not just about flavor. If it were, Japanese cuisine wouldn't be what it is. It's, oh, that's, oh my uh, God. No. Uh, it's not, it's not, okay, no. close off. Yep. No. <laughs> Separate it. Separate you two boys. We, no. need a, we, need, uh, we need a bigger referee than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Rocky? <laughs> yeah, Rocky, get in here. <laughs> I actually, I think Sam's making a great point. Part of food is visual. It is like the look. And so my take is if it's black for a reason that adds to the dish, just like if the chef is slicing something one way versus another because it's visually more interesting, I'm all for it. But just to make it charcoal or black for the sake of being black, that I'm against. I mean, black is the color of death. Okay, can we say that? So you're eating death when you eat something black, made black intentionally, as opposed to something naturally black, squid ink, for example. Charcoal. Okay, yeah, charcoal Charcoal is dead wood. I mean, it is all it is. So there's nothing life, food should be life affirming. Black signifies death. I don't get it. I think a squid releases its ink to prevent itself from dying, but usually <laughs> in, a, in a moment of dying, it probably releases it too. And, and, we, and we thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Squid. Okay, so he's so okay. John is okay with squid ink because of how long it's been around and it's natural, (laughs) but he's not okay with charcoal 
yeah. black food items because it's trendy. I am trendy not okay with, with black food. And, and, and signifies death. It well, does. And, okay. and, and, and it signifies pretentious trendiness, and it needs to stop now. So you Okay. All right. Chefs, be warned. Do okay. not give John a charcoal hamburger One of the great bun. questions of our time. To ink or not <laughs> or to not ink? To... <laughs> I'm a free inker, just so you know. Okay, yeah. well, how about this? I think we should maybe take a break and then come back and get some of John's recent takes on what? You went to Hot Pot? I want to yeah. hear about this. Things I have an inkling about. An inkling? <laughs> <laughs> what well, you did there? Uh, there you I go. see it. Uh, you see that? I, I think our that. ratings are inking. Okay. <laughs> I was always the... Sinking. I was always the smartest squid in my class. Okay. Yes, I, I'm going to keep going if you okay. don't cut yeah, me cut off him, soon. Cut him, cut him, cut him. <laughs> yeah, that's a oh, folks, just a quick, quick time out here, a little potty break, if you will. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Hi, it's Ash from Sam and Ash Injury Law. You need a lawyer you can trust. So give us a call at 702-820-1234 or go to salmonashlaw.com. No pressure, just answers, because you deserve what's right. John, I'll bicker with Ashley any way I like. Oh, and, uh, and you do. <laughs> professional yeah. bickerers. Yeah. Oh, my we, goodness. We did go to school to learn how to bicker, didn't yeah. we? Yes, mm. all lawyers did. Yeah, that's what our degree is, yeah, how, to, yeah. how to bicker in a professional manner. Right. Welcome and, back and, to the and, and get paid for it. Ah, that's Don't true. Don't forget that. <laughs> Can I do a show open now? Sure, go uh, for it. Okay. Welcome back to the What's <laughs> Right Show, Food Friday special pas de... <laughs> John, what, what, what's this? You're not going to be here next week? I'm not going to be here next week, week after, or week after. I'll be a, I am heading off to Italy and then heading off to more Italy. To, uh, Italy where? on Italy on Italy. So, yeah, uh, three can, different places in Italy. Yeah. I, can you give us a little sneak peek on your, uh, on your trajectory? The first week will be in Cagliari, which is the uh, big island. Uh, to the, it's the second biggest island in Italy. Sicily, of course, is the biggest. It's immediately to the west of Rome. It's about an hour flight west of Rome. Big, volcanic, mountainous island. Be there for a week, uh, pretty much staying in the main town, eating lots of seafood uh, and various local pastas, which I'm very interested in, and drinking the local wines. Then flying up to Verona for four days because uh, my wife has never seen Verona, and I think it's one of the prettiest cities in Italy. Uh, it's up in the northern part, uh, just south of the Alto Adige, which is uh, which borders uh, is that Switzerland and uh, in uh, northern Italy, uh, the Alps up there. Lugano. Yeah. Yeah. Lugano, thank you. And uh, Lake Garda, that area. Beautiful. And then we're going to spend a couple of days in Venice, because I never go to Italy without going to Venice. Okay, I just, because now, I love Venice. When you went to France, you said you ate your way around and lost weight. Do you anticipate the same thing in Italy, or it's going to be harder? I I think it's going to be harder because, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, we tend to walk just a ton. I mean, I average three, four miles a day walking here in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and I double that when we go on vacation. So I can usually eat a lot. And you don't eat a lot of snack food there. And you are, as you all know, when you're vacationing, you're on your feet a lot yeah. more than when you're uh, your, your normal workday. You may be up and down and very active in a workday, yeah. but you're also you're on your butt a lot. And and so you're I mean you're in Italy, so you're having coffee, you're going somewhere, you're going to a museum, you're meeting friends, you're going to have a drink, so you're walking everywhere. I I don't think I'll gain weight, but I don't think I'll lose it. Are you excited for pizza or pasta more? 
or uh, neither. Sardinia isn't known for its pasta pizza, and, and neither is the north northeastern Italy at all. So they, they do various uh, different pastas down in Sardinia, something called malaretas, which is a kind of a corkscrew pasta, which mm. is one of their favorites. It almost looks like a like a thin corkscrew nookie is what it looks oh. like, and with a variety of sauces. And the seafood is what I'm looking forward to because it's surrounded, and they have seafood markets that are supposed, supposedly out of this world. They also do whole suckling pigs, which they're uh, and it's Sardinia is very much uh, in that trade route and 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 uh, between all the countries that, and and civilizations that were at war forever, like the Carthaginians and the the Punic Wars and everything. So they have influences from North Africa, yeah. from Lebanon, you know, from Italy, from Spain, everywhere. So it's a very mixed bag cuisine, and I've never really experienced it. And the final thing I'm looking forward to though is the Kazu Marzu. You know what, what I'm talking? What does that know? Kazu Marzu. Look it up. Right. C A S U, separate word. M A R Z U. C A S U. It basically means cheese. Yeah, it's a. It's a cheese. It's a cheese. It's an age old old cheese. It sheep. Mean, it means sheep's milk. And it means a, a sheep of death, a cheese of death. Basically, I thought you oh. don't like death food. I don't like death, but I do like cheese with maggots in it. Oh my god! And and kazumarzu is a world famous. Uh, hard to find. I'm going up into the mountains of Sardinia to eat kazu marzu because they actually have live maggots in the cheese. This is disgusting. I know. That's why I'm going. <laughs> um, I, this is where I make gourmand okay, and a gourmet. All, the okay. larvae themselves appear as translucent white worms. Yes. Uh, kazu yeah. marzu. I think I'm out. Uh, well, there will or, be. Is it pasteurized? Oh, no. It's illegal. <laughs> it's actually illegal to sell it commercially in Sardinia. It's very illegal to try to export it. But you can go to certain uh, farmhouses and fermiers, as they call them in France. I don't know what they call them in Italy, where the farmers make this cheese and they age it for a long time. And uh, you have to make an appointment and get up there and eat it. It's supposed to be extremely pungent, like the most pungent Roquefort cheese you've ever had. Very salty and very gamey. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Do you eat okay. the maggots? Yeah, the maggots yeah. come with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you need some kind of protein. <laughs> I just read it says it's possible for the maggots to survive in the stomach. Yeah. So be careful. Drink some alcohol after. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole ritual involved. And it's kind of a softer cheese. You eat it kind of like a spoon. You spoon it on bread oh, and stuff. God. It's not a hard it's cheese. It's illegal here in the States. Yeah. And it's, it, you can't sell it in Italy. But my cousin, who I'm meeting over there for his wedding, has, is going to set up a tasting for me at a farmhouse. This is disgusting. Um, all right. It was nice knowing <laughs> you, John. Yeah, God, God speed on that. I can't wait to come back and talk about all the worms I want in, videos. in my gut. <laughs> I want videos, like close-up oh, yeah. of it. There will be TikTok, Twitter videos posted okay, on this where, stuff. Okay, tell the listeners where they can find you and follow you on your Italian adventure. <laughs> my Italian adventure begins in a week. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, at Eating Las Vegas, and on Instagram, at John Curtis, J-O-H-N-C-U-R-T-A-S. And that's where I do most of my postings. I don't bother with Facebook anymore. I just, Good. Yeah, so Facebook, Ugh. enough with that. But I do I do a lot of tweeting. I do, and I like tweeting, and I have a nice following on tw Twitter, and it's uh, nice and brief, and there's I don't have to listen to people talk about, you know, in some, some tax policy or, you know, the January 6th hearings or all that stuff that, <laughs> oh, I'm talking about sand there, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> That was earlier today on the What's Right show with Sam Marjofsky here on yeah. News Talk 840 KXNT. <laughs> you should all you tune in. <laughs> but I'm just, I've become less and less political and more and more Epicurean in my old age. Good. Gosh. So look there's forward hope to for that. me.
Italy. Yeah, yeah. You'll so eventually. anyway, John, we're gonna miss you. I remember last uh, your last big trip was France, and and I thought, you know, we missed you so much, and I thought, you know, it would be fun if we could just have him call in, and then I was like, yeah, you know what? I think he's gonna enjoy his vacation. So tell us all about it when you get back. We're looking forward to to getting the rundown, and in the meantime. I think people need to know where to eat here if they're not going and eating maggots from cheese in Sardinia. <laughs> I think you've lost all credibility right now. No, John. no, no. You have to understand there's a certain level of foodie where you gain super credibility when you start eating things that are still alive uh, while they're, you're putting them in your mouth. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, and, I, and I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy that wants to. I mean, I've eaten lots of insects in, uh, in, in Mexico. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you all have. Yeah. I mean, the, the chipolinas, you know, the little grasshoppers and the fried larvae, they're fun. The fried larvae fried. in Mexico. They're dead. They're, they're dead, seasoned. but they're fried and they taste like Cheetos, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, but this is, this is next level stuff. Okay, wait. Before we wrap up on this Italy, Sam, would you eat this cheese? Yeah, you would. I know. So would you. I bet you would. I if would. We, I know. I we, know. Were, we were all sitting around in a farmhouse, yeah. and there's a bottle of the local wine or, or grop or something there, and we're all scooping it. We'd all take a bite. You know, I you wish would. to I assert would. my Fifth Amendment privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I would need something, not just wine. I would need something like rocket fuel to chase it with. Yeah, I, I think they do chase it with like, like a grop or like a yes. really strong uh, 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 yeah. alcoholic spirit. Yeah. Yep. So whatever, whatever they're making in the farmhouse. Before we get to your recommendations, I want to hear about X-Pot. Can we, Sam, do you mind if we detour to X-Pot? X-Pot. Tell us, I have never been to a hot pot. I don't even know pot. what it is. Yeah, I've, but I've heard about it. Nick I, and Amanda, uh, the Golden Steer owners, they've talked about it. Right. And There's, you just went. Yeah, and I mean, and I went with some really, really good friends who I love, and uh, they took me there. They want me to go to X-Pot. And they're Asian, and uh, I love all Asian foods. You know that I'm a, yeah. I'm nuts for Japanese food and 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 Chinese food and and Taiwanese food and Thai food and uh, and you name Asian food I love it I'm not a big I'm not a big hot pot fan though Okay, explain it to me I've never been I get Korean barbecue where you've got the grill in front of you and you're yeah. putting meat on it I like that but what's well, hot pot Well, hot pot is before you start they bring you choose a broth and it can be uh, a beef broth or a chicken broth or a lobster broth and and it gets to boiling and then they bring you the raw ingredients and like in a korean barbecue you're grilling in that and you know mm -hmm. if, if you're uh, getting really expensive steak cuts or even a piece of shrimp you grill it lightly you eat it you yeah. know the the grill smoke comes through but you also taste the quality of the ingredient yes. itself in hot pot you put all kinds of vegetables in this thing it boils up then they bring large trays of meat chicken seafood and you all dunk it in your hot pot and then eat it and to me everything ends up tasting the same and it you sort of the the, the quality ingredients get lost in the soup literally yeah. uh, and i i don't see the appeal but asian people love it i mean it is just culturally imbued in not just Chinese people, Japanese, you know, yeah. they, they all have a different version of this. And I, I, go, I go to these places and hot pot in the Venetian second floor palazzo, terrible location, death to a dozen restaurants up there, packed on a Tuesday night in midsummer, wow. packed. I mean, we had trouble getting reservations. Uh, I guess we were there early, like 5.45, and that was the only time we could get in. And I thought, well, that's odd. And then I'm walking out. There are people lined up. They have a big bar. And it's uh, mostly an Asian crowd, but uh, it's a form of eating that, that really appeals to an Asian sensibility where all the food ends up tasting the same. Sam, have you ever been to a hot pot? 
I don't think so, actually. No, yeah, I've never yeah. done it. I've done a lot of Korean barbecue. I like it, like you said. I enjoy the... No, I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never been... Would, would you recommend at least going once? I'd recommend... The, the menus are can be also maddeningly difficult to navigate okay. because you, I mean there's like soups you know they, they give you the stocks and then they give you the appetizers and then the various combinations and you can add things a la carte like spongy tofu or or blah 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 you know this vegetable or that thing and I looked at my Asian friends who were kind of my guides through this thing yes. and I so we had like a lobster pot in front of one of us a chicken broth I had a spicy beef broth and I said well what do you do with all this seafood and, and on this very expensive Wagyu beef we have in front of us. And they look at you and go, oh, you just do a, dunk it all in the same pot. <laughs> and I said, so I'm eating, I'm dunking beef. Some people are dunking Wagyu beef slices into lobster broth. Oh. Other people, I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. And it, the menu is difficult to, to navigate. But go with somebody who knows the drill. Take a tour guide. And, and you'll have fun. I'm not saying the food's bad. It's a lot of fun. But it's just not my way of eating. I'm a little, I'm a little fussier about my ingredients, and I want to taste all the food and not have it come all coming out the same way. A good friend of mine named Stephen Shaw, who died some years ago now, wrote a book in New York about how to appreciate uh, Chinese restaurants. And uh, Stephen was called the Fat Guy, and he was on the starters of the. Uh, he had one of the first food blogs out of New York, and he used to complain about hot pot food too. And he, this guy, loved Asian food, but he said. You go sit there and everybody's dunking everything. And at the end, you close your eyes. <laughs> it's, you have no it's idea. All, it's all about texture. It's not about flavor. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to check broth. it out. Yeah. And, yeah. But if you're going to check one out, X-Pot's the one. Okay. Okay. It's it's uh, on strip. X-Pot's the one. Off strip, Chubby Cattle on Spring Mountain Road in Jones would be the one. <laughs> Is that a real Chubby thing? Cattle, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. So I will try it <laughs> once. I'll either go to X-Pot or Chubby Cattle. Uh, Sam... You might have to come with me on this adventure. Happy kids, will love, kids will love it. Okay. Yeah, kids will love it. Bring a crowd. It's, it's more fun with at least four people. Okay. And then give us a recommendation of where the people need to go this well, week. Yeah. Oh, this we week? Go? Oh, you want my recommendation? Yeah, that's week. what we're here for, technically. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, gosh. Let me tell you where I've been recently. I mean, I, I'm just going to, some oldie goldies, but, but I've been just revisiting. I hadn't been to Esther's Kitchen in over a year. Went back, blew me away. Esther's Kitchen downtown is great. I also went out to the first anniversary of Brezza. If you want Italian food on the Strip, you can't do any better than Brezza at, at Resorts World. Um, da, 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 uh, also had lunch yesterday, surprisingly, at, at the restaurant that started it all downtown, Carson Kitchen. And really? I hadn't, been, I hadn't been there in a while. And I do not, I, I have never liked the, the layout in Carson Kitchen yeah. and the music is too loud and you sit at high boys and it's kind of a, not a comfortable spot for me, but the food is, is as good or better than ever. They, they, they still bring it every day at lunch and dinner at Carson Kitchen. So for a very casual lunch or dinner, they have a nice bar. I mean, it's kind of a younger crowd, not my thing, but I was impressed by the food. I, I, went, re get, I went recently and it was good. Yeah, did you get the, the mac and cheese? The mac and cheese is insane. No, I didn't get wow. it, but it is insane. We we got they had something called they all something called burnt end hot dogs, and they basically have a really nice thick grainy hot dog uh -huh. that they 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 roast with like a thick barbecue sauce, and it gets like coated. It it's not much to look at. It's almost black. Ooh, <laughs> but but it's, charred. It's like charred sausage with like a sweet sour barbecue sauce on it, and it was great. 
So, I mean, I mean that you can make a meal out of appetizers there. So Carson Kitchen, you know, really started the dining revolution downtown in 2008, and it's still going strong. I really, I was there, and I, you're absolutely right. I pieced together a meal basically of appetizers, deviled eggs, the mini tacos. That's what you do. Pork belly, it really good. So I enjoyed that. And they have great cocktails, too. Yeah, so, I, so that's, where I, that's where I've been hitting lately. Uh, I was, let me see if I can really quickly bring something else up that I've been to. Okay, that's um, Braza Bastille Day. No, that's pretty much it. Kaiseki Yuzu, um, I love. And we're going to talk about a Kaiseki nerd out at another time, Sam. Oh, we're going to yes. talk about but I don't think we have time today. I want to talk about Sango, which is the newest Kaiseki uh, place in town. I'm going to go Kaiseki before Yuzu. you get back. I'm going to go back to Sanga again to revisit that because I went right I before they opened. Do you want to go, Ash? Yeah. Let's go. You guys should go to Sanga. Yeah. Uh, okay. And we'll go back to Kaiseki Yuzu, okay? We're going to do a little back-to-back, and then... You, then, you uh, should, but make sure... Well, okay. Just go back to crawl. I'm in. Kaiseki We're crawl. doing it. Okay, one final little plug. Milos still does a fabulous lunch. When we were talking lunches oh, before yes. at, on the other segment, Milos still does a lunch seven days a week, and it's $38 a person, and it's probably the best deal in lunches in Las Vegas. Well, just like that, we've got a full show. How about that? Bon appetito all. Try not to... Be as irritable as I am in restaurants and enjoy I yourself. I have maggots in my cheese. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Book of Mormon musical, you don't know what I'm referring to. But uh, I have maggots. All right, I can't wait to post those Keep videos. Keep your maggots of, in the cheese, please. And or your stomach. Well, chew them up, please. you got to chew them up. Don't just <laughs> chew them. Kazu Marzu. Look it up, folks. The world's most you exquisite will be fromage. <laughs> John, I'm going to miss you. Have a great trip. Enjoy. I will. See you all in three weeks. Okay? All right. Wonderful. Thanks, friends. Ash, this was fun. This bon appétit. Yeah. Always. All right. Have a great weekend. Have a good time eating your way through the weekend, and we will see you here again next week, and perhaps with a, with a different host. A guest, excuse me. All right. Maybe a different host, too, um, if, I, <laughs> if I eat any of this maggot cheese. Okay. Let's leave it there. The What's Right Show, Food Friday special, over and out.